G'day everyone and welcome back to the Hardball Gets AFL show made possible by our friends at Mazda and the Mazda BT50 You Do Ute. Before we get into today's six points, a reminder for all you waffle fans out there to get your tips in at thegame.com.au for your chance to win a whopping $10,000 major prize. Get in before the season starts on Friday. Alright, let's get stuck in. It is the Hardball Gets AFL show. My name's Chris Robinson. No Nick Rin today, so Xavier Ellis, Jackson Barrett, you guys are uh, carrying the load. How are we doing? G'day, guys. I'm just looking at Masters for, mate, to be honest with you. We just had a quick chat then. You're a Masters man. How exciting. Yeah, can't wait. Good to have it over the Easter weekend as well, because uh, sometimes there's a bit of a... Well, you've got a bit of extra time up your sleeve to... Yes, yeah, sit down, in, feed up. Have a sleep in. Kids and wife heading down south too for the weekend. Oh, so. wow. Okay. I'm not committed to either heading down there either. I can go down there for a night. I don't have to go down there for a night. Okay. It's a great place to be. <laughs> it's a great place. It depends how the first or second round of the Masters goes. Yes. Who, do you, who do you like? Give us one tip for the listeners. Just a, just a little Well, this sounds really silly, but um, uh, Danny Willard at $150, I'll have a slight each way. Small, okay. A small little each way. That's just a little silly one. You give me the money and I'll put it on for you. You want, you want to take the bet? It's yep. dangerous doing that. Yeah, that is it's dangerous, so dangerous actually. doing that it when might, people do that. Might be out of a home. Uh, no, but like um, Cam Smith, I think, has been a reasonable player recently. But I will probably go Dustin Johnson. I think I can't. DJ? Uh, yeah, I know he hasn't been in sparkling, but that'll do. DJ for me. Let's do it. How exciting. Jacko, you want to uh, toss a master's tip out there? A little bit of Morikawa. Don't mind DJ uh, either. You, sure. two, you two have just had to share the conversation. Now you've stolen his tip. He's, hey, been, he's apparently been the best player from tee to green, so just needs to sort his putting out. If you can do that, then uh, do you play golf? Watch out! Uh, I had a little round. I don't play as much as I'd like to yeah. because I'd have zero time. But I had a little round at uh, Royal Rottnest Is Island. It a good, a good oh, course on, on your luxury holiday. On my luxury holiday, I was over there with uh, one of my wife's mates' husbands, who is the head professional at Rockingham Golf are Club. You mates, Shout out to you, Brenton Haynes. Are you mates with him? Yeah, I'm mates with yep, him. Yep. 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 So yep. it's not like it's the two wives and you're a bit like oh, no, 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 mate, no. You he's going? one of the great humans shout yeah. out if he's listening and um, yeah not a bad little track there at yeah, Rotten Island I was a bit concerned because he's got a six year old son who has a very very nice swing as you would if your dad's yeah. a, a pro a little bit concerned that I was going to get absolutely pants by the six year old thankfully it didn't happen Give it another year or two, probably will happen. Will happen. But will yeah, happen. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Are you a, a wacker, Jacko? Horrendously bad golfer. Yeah, yeah. I'm so no, shit. Terrible. I turn up weekly. <laughs> like it's just torture. It's a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's a punishing sport. Yeah, but it keeps you coming back. Oh, gee, I keep coming. You'll back. You'll smoke two or three, and you'll be like, "That's why I keep coming." So back. Co- Good Friday, two or three as well. Good Friday is a shocking day, by the way. I'm just going to throw that out there. Nothing's open. 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. Waffle footy, get down to your local ground. Well, you could do that, but I won't. I'll be at Cot having a whack. Um, can't wait. But like, I build myself up like I'm going to be a star. I'll be that shit. I just suck so badly. But yeah, I'll come back. Yeah. Uh, on Good Friday, have you seen the North Melbourne Good Friday jumpers? Yeah, I like them. One, yeah, same. One of the great Twitter, I tweeted about this this morning, one of the great Twitter stink-ups is people hating on a superhero jumper designed for, for the sick kids. kids. Oh, Wild. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild. Yeah. yeah, just let it go. Shut up. Just let it go. Yeah, um, it's, nothing, it's not that important. Just yeah, let it it's roll. It's one game of footy. It's for yeah. the sick kids, 100% profits. That's got to be the worst Twitter take ever. <laughs> but, let's, but, but footy jumpers suck. Yeah. They all suck. 
Like there's there's not like wow black and white stripes wow blue and white stripes wow uh, an eagle sitting on a, a jumper with fake wing like all footy jumpers are shit yeah like just who cares is that a fair take yes when you think about it they're all shit yeah no very fair take and you don't wear them anyway no like, well you don't wear them I'm not sure many people should wear them Rob Robbo are you a footy jumper wearer no no once what you age get, you cut once that you get off beyond oh. I can definitely primary school acceptable. High school, I reckon high school is still in. Yeah, if your yeah, team's in the grand to final, dicey yeah. towards the end of yeah. high school, I yeah. reckon. Yeah, yeah. yeah uni and like. you're probably me, still a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. On that note, should we get into the footy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I might kick things off with uh, a bit of a quiz for you guys. Yes, I love this. Just, Here's just tell trouble. me the first name that comes into your mind. Don't think about it for too long. Okay. If I asked you who is the current player who's leading the entire AFL in both clearances and contested possessions, you would say who? Uh, if I was get obvious, I'd go Clary. Yep. Jacko? Yeah, Clary comes to mind. Yep. Take two, Libba. Clary is top five. I don't think Libba is quite top okay. five. Okay. That was my one outside the box. LDU comes to mind, except that he's Miss- now missed a third. LDU would be there, yeah, yep, if yeah. he hadn't missed. Um, he's, give us a state. Give us a state? Sunshine state. Sunshine. Uh, not, not like Matty Rao. Matt Rao. There you go. He's gone just a little bit, considering the first three games of his career, yeah. or three of the first four games of his career were that blazing. Yeah. He's putting up numbers now that are equal slash better than that. So the only part of his game that's not coming is the the large number of disposals. Yeah. So he's not getting anything easy by because yeah. I think he mm-hmm. I think last week maybe he had seventeen or eighteen or something. Seventeen contested out of twenty five, yeah. Yeah, and then I think the week before he might have had twenty and similar sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you go, he's doing everything so well bar getting an easy kick. Yeah. But and and does it defensively as well. Like he's yeah. he's very quickly becoming Well you've seen the efforts go up on those shows where they show Matty Rao v Jason Horn yeah, Francis. There's been a lot of like, love for his defensive running. Yeah, yeah. which is now yeah. it's the easy one to choose when they're like, Oh look at the example here. Yeah, it's like yeah. oh get Matt Rao, we know he does it well. Yeah. But no and it's funny, ships in the night. Noel Anderson's having a yeah, stinking yeah. start to the year. They've, Shocking almost, they've start. almost done a Freaky Friday. And yeah, just, uh, amazing. Bodies. And Matt Rao, too, the way he looks is how he should be playing footy. Like socks, black boots, <laughs> tough. No, he's socks down this year. Yeah, no, I like, but I know, but I like it. I like. Yeah. I look at him and go, you you are contested and you're clearance. You're That's- sitting in the same chair as yesterday's podcast where Rhino was very big on the if you get your hair and shoes combo right. That's a big factor in Does it surprise you if that Ryan Daniels is talking about the cosmetic <laughs> side of football as opposed to the tough side? Can we should we get that out of the way? Do you have any rebuttal for Rhino and Well, Firstly, no, no, the only thing I would say scathing attack. No, it's not a scathing attack because that text message summarised exactly what people think. Um, I would have thought that me not naming him in a podcast was doing the right thing by him, rather than putting him under the bus. So that was my that's, first thought. If that's the game he wants to play. That's a very dangerous game to play with me because I am on radio every day. I do call the games on the weekend and I'm on four podcasts. You are kind of So a if big he deal. wants me to out him, no, no, I've just got platforms. If he wants me to just to, to, um, give him a pat on the back every time he sends us, ask something or sends something, that's fine. It's a dangerous precedent. 
I'll, so he, I'll, I'll he wasn't 100%, so he wasn't running it on the news. So he wouldn't have wanted his name attached to it. No, so and actually hadn't run or was, hadn't actually – he tweeted or something. But I've spoken to Selby for fantasy reasons uh, an hour earlier. And I wasn't going to tell him. Like, I just uh, – maybe I do now just tell people. I don't know. You guys just need to sit down and have a coffee here I, and, and just, who, who and just the, talk Who about? would win a fight out of him and I? Because uh, I want to punch him. I don't think Rhino wants to hear that answer from me. <laughs> nah. Um, good on him. No, no. In all seriousness, I'll line him up next week face-to-face. <laughs> Run it straight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bump isn't dead in our uh, podcast studio. What what kind of mid midfield ranking can Matt Rowe get to league-wide by the time the season's done? Can he be a top 10, top 15 kind of guy? Uh, no. Top 20? Yes. Uh, could he be a, a Ben Cunnington at Ben Cunnington's Prime. I mean, he runs more than Cunnington. Yeah. But that's the, even now that Cunnington's off the back of his cancer and stuff, he's not. He's not at the level he was at. Because mm-hmm. um, he's not. He's not running and spreading and mm-hmm. doing less. But you know what you're going to get. But you can't there. tackle him. Yeah. He's strong in the contest. Competes around the footy. Contested. I think that's a Matt route through and through. I don't know whether he'll ever get to the stage where he is shooting off front contested ball. And maybe at Gold Coast, you don't get that opportunity. I don't think he's a top 10 midfielder. I think he's like a top three, four, five, like hustling midfielder. Yeah, yeah hustler. Like Liba, Inside ball, yeah. Cunners, yeah. that sort of group. You yeah. love him. Like when you're, when you're like in two years' time, I don't think anyone will say a bad word about Matt Rowe. Charlie, you, he, his, his line between his shit and his good will be, he won't play many 10 out of 10s. Yeah. He won't play many 9 out of 10s. He'll play a lot of 8 out of 10s. Bugger all 6 out of 10s and a lot of 7 out of 10s. The I only thing thought. I'd say to that is... Um, in ten years, will they look back and go, "We used a number one pick on a like on a workhorse"? Quite possibly, but he could possibly be captain, I think he next be captain than, too. Yeah. I think he could be better than just a workhorse. And can you yeah. get away with it playing in the same midfield as Took Miller and then what we think Noah Anderson will get to? Like you can Ooh. get away with that, right? Like uh, Took Miller's the high yeah. high disposal. Oh, they like at the dogs. They worked off each other quite well. Yeah, um, Took Miller. I'm not. Sh- Sure, whether him getting three or five touches is what mm. the uh, Gold Coast need. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, they obviously lack a star, and you go through it and go, well, gee whiz, Andy Brayshaw would have been nice, but Well has been good in his two games he's been back. But yeah, I, I, I don't think that, I think the mix is still missing a superstar, I think. Uh, did you guys catch up with uh, Purple, old Damien Barrett's piece on did AFL Daily? Yes. He's been doing the, the works on. <laughs> uh, is there a world that you think that games from interstate clubs will move to other states just to showcase the game? Don't me wrong. I mean, if a showdown landed in Perth at Optus. I'd be there. Would you go? Yeah. Would you go? Yeah. And I would go too, probably, as a once-off. But that just robs your supporters. So it's like... When the circus comes to town. Yeah, I'm probably going to go see it, but I don't like the circus every week. Is there any space in our game where you see games floating like, let's bring Anzac Day to Perth? But, I mean, Well, that's a... what I was about to say. Surely the argument is more for taking a showpiece game out, out of, of Melbourne yeah. and putting it Dream somewhere Dreamtime at the G worked. That was one of the great Dream nights Dream Dreamtime at, at Optus. Dreamtime at Optus, rather. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. But Dreamtime yeah. also had everyone was in handcuffs in Melbourne and stuff. And we, so it was a bit of a flex by us too. I felt like... I was pretty pumped to send it to my Victorian mates that I was out drinking piss at the footage, <laughs> watching Dreamtime as they were yeah, locked that up. that was a strange old time. Yeah. I uh, think we learned in that year, though, that it works with three or four games. It would probably work with Anzac Day. It worked with the Dreamtime. Maybe it would work with the Showdown, but you can't take... When yeah. that's one of their two biggest games of the year, you can't take it away. No, I, I, it's one of their two biggest games, and there's no... Occasionally we get... 
Anzac Day on Anzac Day, just depending on what day yeah. it falls and whatnot. But it's still, it's not an Anzac Day game. The Anzac Day game is Essendon, Collingwood. That's the one that everyone looks mm-hmm. at. If you fall on Anzac Day, you're just lucky to play on the day yeah. and be part of it. But, but is it is it different here? Because we we in WA obviously we get one game a week. Whereas if you're looking at a showdown in Melbourne, where there's already four or five games of footy played every week, yeah, are you attracting a, a Melbourne centric crowd? To that, what kind of crowd are you getting for that? No, is that a big draw for people? No, you're right. You're right, mate. We are sports hungry, but yeah, because there might be, for example, uh, Melbourne v yeah, Geelong on the Friday on. night. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, the the rivals Hawthorne v Geelong, and when the times were good um, on Easter Monday or whatever. But mm. you're right. I, I I don't think it made any sense, and we're pretty passionate. WA and South Australia are just as passionate about their teams. Can you imagine if Gil said, "Righto." Showdown one. Sorry, Port Adelaide. Your home game's going to be at Marvel. Can you imagine what would happen? Well, Marvel's the bit that sort of great, Marvel was the great smaller venue. Like, it's a bad yeah. take, and then yeah. he goes, "Someone, Lloydie, Lloydie, someone Lloydie. said, oh, well, you won't feel the G." And he goes, "All right, we'll play it at Marvel then." Yeah, Marvel that's even, even better. Worse. Yeah, that, and Lloydie, that's worse. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was a really, really strange. What, uh, what we do need to do with the showdown and the derby, even though we haven't had great derbies in recent times, put them in better slots. I agree. What, showdown should have been Friday night. Derby needs some more. Night do you games reckon instead of always the Sunday afternoon? Do you reckon the attitude is well, like West Australia is going to turn up fifty five thousand are going to turn up at is. any yeah. time? No, yeah. I get it, but even, but being a Victorian for a large period of time, I thoroughly enjoyed watching the interstate clubs in Victoria, like on TV. I was oh yeah, this is not a this is not where we see every weekend. Mm-hmm. It's great. Whereas knowing that West Coast and seeing it, uh, Andrew Gaff running around the wing and that sort of stuff when I was living in Melbourne mm-hmm. it's on the Sunday afternoon slide, it was like rinse and repeat, whereas it's just, it needs to get away from that a little bit. I think we do have a reasonable run coming up with not Sunday afternoon games after this game, maybe. Yeah. Well, Freo's got a Friday. Freo's starting to move into that Saturday yeah, Len night, Hall Friday games night Friday against the Dogs, and then they've got three or four Saturday nights, and that's only up to around 16 or whatever. Yeah. Too, so. It's torture, Sundays. I mean, I'm grateful to have a job, but Grand it's also day. like, wouldn't mind a Sunday before coming back to work to myself. All right, mid-season trade was sort of floated around this week. Um, we've obviously got the mid-season draft, but the whole Craig McRae, they don't have a Ruckman, yeah. annoys me a little bit because it was sort of all their own doing. Um, well, of I, course. The it, one, there's one in Melbourne who's probably going to have a reasonable day out this yeah, week in Perth. Yeah, a field day. Um, and also, I think it takes away from the fact that you need to be a like, good list management yeah. team. Like, just oh. makes but also, aspect out of the game. does any did no club wants a twenty-year-old ruckman on their list? No club, because they're skinny, underdeveloped, skills are still a bit scratchy. Mm. You, you know, like it's like investing, you know, an investment where you don't get to look at it for three or four years. You know, say ruckman take what five years they sign a five-year five year contract. But unfortunately, you've got to do it, and if you haven't done it. Then you're gonna you're gonna fall short at times, and uh, like West Coast at the moment, Nick Nat's out, Bailey Williams is battling, and there's that skinny kid, and might have to play him. And Collingwood have cooked, um, but they got rid of Grundy, and they don't. And Darcy Cameron, I thought was outstanding, and Mason Cox is also. Uh, did you hear about yeah. his spleen, the surgery? Did you hear about that on his podcast? No. Winged about, thought he'd broken something, and they they came back with, um, no mate, no, you're good. It's like, okay. Trained and felt sick. Yeah. And then they're like, can you just have another look? And then the surgeon rang and said, mate, can you be here in 30 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So on mid-season trade for an exercise, if you're, um, I think the answer is a little bit more obvious with the West Coast. But if you're Fremantle, yeah, who are you chasing in a mid-season trade period? So this trade, year? trade, and can, have I got all weapons to use? Uh yeah, but like, let's be realistic. Okay, so Sean Darcy stays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, are you thinking key forward here? Yeah, I'm thinking. How would you get the best well, key I've, forward? We've spoken about this, but so key forward is not playing somewhere else. Yeah, is the criteria, yeah. isn't it? Well, so if I've got another one, and that's a, a wing that they sort of already chased, and that's Jeremy Sharp. So he's now still not playing at the Gold but Coast. Just go to Blake Acres. Yeah, but less money. Like Jeremy Sharp's not not yeah. playing. He's played. You know, Blake Acres was, wasn't games. breaking the bank though. No, he wasn't, but he wanted that longer-term deal. Yeah, they yeah. Sort of I've, I've always out. just been a fan of him as a wingman. No, so yeah. have I. Um, so Sharp's still not playing. You're still not certain about it's Henry weird. and Hughes. O'Driscoll, like we rate him, but injury-prone and young. Yeah, not a great kick either. I know he yep. kicks a lot of those fancy goals. So someone but... like that could be handy. And then I've got a completely wild, impractical one that we've spoken about. The Ford Fremantle would be absolutely dreaming of right now is a fit and firing and has his life together, Jesse Hogan. Takes yeah. contested marks, kicks. He's at like deep forward that yeah, they don't yeah. have. Oh, they, clean below his knees. They need a good lazy forward, one that just doesn't want to do the two yeah. things and go up the ground and try and get a. Well, and that's what Tabernet's doing. Like, how often yeah. is Tabernet taking a mark at sixty yeah, out? You don't and then yeah, kicking to nothing. Yeah. Um, but Hogan's holding that deep spot, and it just sort of struck me watching them the other day. Well, it's pretty, funnily enough, Brisbane need to do something with whatever they're trying to do. Who came out this week and said they won't win a flag with um, Danaher and Hitwood? John O'Brien. John O'Brien's been hard on it. Yeah. Do, do you disagree with that? Um, oh, I, st- I can still see him winning a flag. With those two? Yeah, if it goes right. Because sometimes it goes right yeah. with Danaher. You just never know which one it's going to be, but sometimes but it goes right. Hitwood's a, a close your eyes and see if it goes through job as well. Yeah, a little bit. It's, been a so it's, it's just interesting that like, I reckon you can have one of those in your team, and that's where Jack Gunston's handy because he's a beautiful kick of the football. Yep. So if one's having a dog of the day and you're still getting the inside fifties, then maybe the other yeah. one can kick four or five. But I, I just, yeah, <laughs> if I went to Brisbane and said, "Hey," and I know Hit would sign a trillion-year contract, and um, Danaher's Danaher, I wonder what they'd do if you said, "Hey, here's what you might need." I don't know what Brisbane particularly need, but whether they're like a top, not not yeah. ripping, whether they'd consider going. Yeah, I reckon one of them and Gunston's enough to win a flag. Could they could they swing Eric Hipwood down back? Is there another use for one of them uh, to clear that out? Did Hipwood sign a seven-year deal? It was six, six or seven, yeah. I think. Something like that. Yeah, like, yeah it's not great. <sighs> how, how much action, before we move on, how much action would we realistically get if we had a mid-season trade period? Well, no, it'd, be like, it'd be the crisis sort of stuff, wouldn't it? It'd yeah, be West it, Coast chasing It would, someone. but you just need someone to make a big get deal. from your rivals? Like the Americans make big deals. Like the Americans do it all the time where you see stars yeah, move do. from one to the I other. I don't think we have that mindset. We and it takes us a long time the to first figure club, it out as well. The first club that has that mindset will benefit. Yeah. I feel, like, club, I feel like if you actually put it in practice, you'd get very, very little movement. No, no, of course. But uh, if randomly two clubs have got the same type of list management who want to move and shake, and I'm just picking Sean Darcy because there's two Ruckman, and I think yep. Sean Darcy's a great Ruckman. But say you do get to a club and Brisbane again and go – I know a big O's injured. Brisbane are flying. Frio are fighting for top four, and you go, well, Luke Darcy can uh, Luke Darcy, Luke Jackson can ruck. Righto, you give us Hitwood, we'll give you Darcy. Shake hands, bang, let's do it. And then all of a sudden, the ruckman's starring at Brisbane Darcy, and Hitwood's the stay-at-home full forward. 
but we just don't have that type of list management like they do over in America. One more to note on West Coast, um, mid-season draft, Sam Naismith, 61 hit-outs for Port Melbourne. Some say Naismith, I say Norm Smith. Ooh, he played well in a grand final <laughs> the first quarter. Jeez, I was pissed when I was quoting that back in the day. <laughs> That's a good gag. Um, I thought we might look at West Coast and the potential ins and outs, depending on how much time we've got here. So, so Mate, the, the floor's yours. Going out of this side, as we know, McGovern, Witherden, Shuey, Chesser, Ryan, Cripps. So they're basically turning over a third of their starting 18. Yeah, and end of the starting 18. Yeah. Probably three or four would be in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Picked like magnets that go on the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. So, what have I got written down here? Josh Rotham for Jeremy McGovern, probably most likely. Given Harry Edwards appeared to roll his ankle pretty badly yeah. yesterday as well, uh, yeah. might have been I think in line. They're a little bit worried about his match fitness. So Saturday's Rotham? game was the f- yeah Rotham mm-hmm. that is first time that he's run out a full game, and apparently there's still a little bit of um, issue with his arm. So maybe whoever's the most fit out of Rotham, Rotham or Edwards, Edwards. probably yeah. gets the tick. I like Brady Hoff for Alex Witherden. Again, these are not always a like for likes, yeah, but it's kind of enough. like someone who can yeah. roll off halfback. Uh, Yo for Shuey is nice. Uh, Cully looks like he's so going to come gonna in So they're going to play Yo, or is Yo going to be Waffle? Sounds like... I saw, I saw that they left it open with Yo will be returning to football this week. They didn't say Yo's... Our mm. resident West Coast track watcher, Mitch Woodcock, wasn't super confident. He thinks he's more unlikely. I, 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 would, ju- yeah. I would just think that regardless how much he's humming, realistically, they're not beating Melbourne, West Coast. So lean on the side of not playing him is what you're saying? Uh, would yep. maybe 50 minutes in the waffle, away from prying eyes, away from chasing Clary Oliver's ass, away from getting stiff on by the truck, mm-hmm. away from not winning a hit out, be more beneficial, just dip your toe in, you haven't played footy for two years. I just don't know whether running around, chasing, and I think they'll get pumped by... 80 points probably on the weekend. Mm, That's also not. not where they're short of options, right? So like Connor West, Cully, potentially Greg, Greg Clark, Clark yeah. Elijah Hewitt yep. full-time. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I, I can't wait to see Elliot go back, and I'm spewing that the, the injuries have happened because where, where would that game ended last Sunday if they all stayed fit? We are in for a tight finish. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't see Fremantle busting him like they did. And if Darling kicked that goal before three-quarter time. Yeah, and then the Liam Ryan too high that he ducked into. Yeah. Uh, they sometimes get paid, and you're like, well, gee whiz, this is game on. Um, I, I would leave Elliot Yo out. Sub? Too risky. It is, isn't it? Because you might have to activate him yeah. after. Well, Shuey. Especially the way they're 25 going. minutes. Mm. Yeah. yeah I think, and, and side note, I think Shuey's their best player. He's <sighs> pretty damn good. He's, he's still so good. They I, look like 28. He's good for, for a quarter and a half. No, it just, and, yeah, no, I still think he's their best player. Are we under-looking and under-cooking the Geelong Cats at the moment? Zero and three uh, have not looked like playing a good game of footy yet. Like they are just, just going. Are we under-playing the loss of Joel Selwood? I think in the podcast, maybe with you, Robbo, I was down on Geelong this year simply on the two reasons that their two permanents over 15 years or 16 years have been Hawkins and Selwood. Selwood gone. Hawkins didn't do a thing over pre-season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last time I was sort of speaking to him, he suggested he wasn't going to play till, you know, five or six, probably four or five round. Zero and three. Uh, they've got Hawthorne this week and then West Coast. Is that enough to? For, are we back smoking the Cuban? Because they'll pipe both of them, you'd think. 
They, you can put your house on them beating both of those, I reckon. Yeah, and, and they don't yeah, have that. For, for premiership side, they don't have that tougher. Then they got in there in Essendon and in Adelaide over the next month as well. So it's like, a nice run. It's a nice run for a premier. So we baby out with the bathwater with them, or are we thinking... Nah, you just you feel like they're too smart to not figure it out. Gee, they've got a pretty easy draw for premiers. Yeah, and then, they, and then there's a lot of home games coming. Well, they get the... Real home games, yeah, down at Geelong. Not MCG home after games. like round twelve or something, they yeah. they get them back. They're they're too smart. Are you out on Geelong? Yeah, no, I'm. I still think they can be right there. I think one of the big differences between last year and this year is at the end of last year, their players fifteen to twenty five were the like the best bottom end, yeah, of, the list of course, in the comp because you talk about like the guys that were missing, like Parfit, Menegola, yeah, Mark yeah. O'Connor, and then Ocean this year, Ocean Waves or whatever. Ocean. <laughs> And then, <laughs> Ocean Mullen. Ocean Mullen. <laughs> yes, we've got a button for that. So um, and then you're just not quite getting the same sort of output out of Tui, out of Atkins, out of Buse, who missed a couple. And, and it'd back. be remiss Cole of us. Jasney's injured. It'd be remiss of us not to mention too. Cole Jasney's injured. Yeah. Henry's injured. Stuart missed. Stuart's missed. Jeezy was good on the way back yeah. too, mm-hmm. after having his leg amputated. Um, who else is there? Deconing starts to keep getting injured. Keeps, he keeps getting hurt, yeah. <laughs> doesn't he? It's a worry. Um, yeah, Hawkins underdone. So you're not out. Can they win the flag? No, I'm not out. I think that's something you can turn around. Okay. I don't think they can win the flag. I think top they four. Can, can they finish top four? No. Can't, they'll make finals, won't finish top four. I've sort of, I had them on the fringe of the top four. I've now yeah. sort of adjusted them to 10 to 6. Yeah. Right. I, I think it's, I think it's, my thought is they probably can't make top four, but they can make a prelim, if that makes sense. Right. They can, they can do a little bit From of a From five to eight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I want to run past a couple of positional changes after a few weeks. One that we, or a couple that we sort of love, and then ones that might need to be sort yeah. of reassessed. Will Setterfield. Outstanding. Um, tick, so he played, tick, tick, tick. He played 12 games last year. He was at the CBA, just he, like a single CBA, yeah. just three times last year. Um, that's That was 90% in round two. Um, looks unbelievable. That's a big tick. Rating out of 10? Oh, for, what you ex- 11. for what you expected. Yeah. I mean, you're not drafting or recruiting um, Chris Jard. You're getting Will Settlefield, so it has to be a 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaden Hunt up onto a wing. He's up in disposals, metres gained, uncontested possessions. Scoring really kick, kicks it yeah. nice and kick goals too. Kick two the week goals. before, one on the weekend. Nice goals too. It kicks it nicer than I could remember. And maybe he's just having a hot streak. But remember that torp he kicked in Darwin after the uh, summer? Was that him, was it? Yeah, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, so I've always had that in the back of my mind. Um, mm-hmm. But running like genuine like goalpost to goalpost yeah. winger, like kicked a goal that was a, like a loose ball in the goal square. And I love... Well, he's come a long way. And I love Gaffey, a th- exceptional player, best winger probably of the decade. He's a, he's a slow uh, plotter these days, whereas mm-hmm. Hunt's got the electricity a little bit on the other side of the but can, Yeah, but you can have that right like, on contest yeah, side yeah, and yeah, on yeah, side. Yeah, no, they, 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 they complement each other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ben Keys, I'm not red hot on this one. Uh, he's kicked one goal in three games, playing mostly forward, and they're losing contested ball. I would think Ben Keys is closer to SANFL than playing back in the midfield. It's really? a big four from Grace, isn't it? Because he started last season red so hot. Oh, wow. And the year before, he was outstanding. Uh, no, I think and uh, you have to compliment him because I don't think they expected – a little bit like when Setterfield came to Essendon, I don't think you expected what you got. I don't oh, think they right. expected what they got out of him out from Brisbane. But I think they're now probably moving away from keys, in my opinion. What about Harry Himmelberg? I loved him down back last year. Two goals, 27 disposals from three games. At some point, Aaron Cadman comes in. Would you like to see him thrown back into half-back role? Is he a, yeah, is he a placeholder for when Cadman comes in at the moment? Do, so 
do you reckon he's out of the side altogether if Cameron um, comes in? No, I think he's good enough no, to be in yeah. that 22. Yeah. Is he... Um, the only thing, those numbers from last year are so overinflated. The ball was back there. They, a lot. And, no, and they just had that stupid game style. Yeah. Yep. They'd chip backwards and backwards. Remember they were playing North Melbourne or someone who was no good? And it was literally eight players, giants, behind every single. And they just chipped it to each and other. And he had about like, 160 fantasy well, points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the way they played it just didn't complement the actual game of Australian rules football. Can I throw up one more position change before you yeah, go? Yeah, do. Bailey Smith played a lot of half forward on the weekend. I mentioned this on um, the pod yesterday. From 16 CBA centre bounce attendances down to seven, down to one. I, I can't work it out. I just think that he was arguably the best player in the competition first half of last year mm. before derailing himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and watching him on the weekend, you've got Oscar Baker... Having a field day on the wing. He's been nice. No, he has, but be nice on a half-forward line. Yeah. At least the star be in a position where you can find the footy. I mean, at the moment, he's playing athletics, just running back to goal. It's it's horrible. Bevo loves flipping those magnets around. I'd rather put McRae there, if you want. Man, you've got speed. Speed and takes the game on. Not yeah. Get rid of the slow coaches. Anyway, there you go. That was my frustration. Gone. All right. Should we get into some hardball bets? Hardball bets. Thanks to the Tab Touch app. Of course, brought to you by Tab Touch. Got the touch this AFL season. Better your bet with Tab Touch and gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1-800-858-858. Jacko, you're subbing in for Rini today. Let's not sugarcoat it. This has been atrocious yep. through the first <laughs> three rounds of the season. Turns around we're, this week. We're looking for winners today. I'm just banking something that is just, let's just get off the mark. Geelong by four plus goals. Oh mate, don't be so rude. Against the Hawks, and Melbourne by four plus goals against West Coast. It's paying two fifteen. I know it's chump change, but let's just get off that zero, and then we'll start being a bit more adventurous after that. So that's what I'm going with. What have you got on behalf of Nick? I like it. So I've gone Melbourne at a forty four point five line against West Coast. And I told you on the way in that could be ninety nine point five, and I just about take it. Could get ugly. Yep, it's going to get nasty. Uh, total points on Good Friday footy North and Carlton over 167.5. I neither love can total defend, points. Neither can defend under the roof, have a field day, uh, and Essendon by 39 or less against GWS, Gold Coast. Yeah. GWS. 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 Yeah. Uh, and that comes, I forgot to write exactly what it comes to, but it's about 760 off the top of my head. Okay. Not too bad. Essendon and GWS could go, there's a few games that could go either way. It's funny game. too. Only a couple it, of And even scoring wise. Essendon and GWS, it wouldn't surprise me if they both got to 100, and it wouldn't surprise me if the game was 50 all yeah. the end. It just would not surprise me either way. Like the Giants against Carlton, they kicked five in no time, yeah, and then ended up with nine Nothing. or ten for the game yeah. or something. So. Just quickly, before we do uh, go, what do you think the margin will be in the Eagles game against Melbourne? Oh, give me 80. Yeah. 60-something. Uh, mm. What do you got? It's a skinny, I think it's 75. Yeah, could get I've, ugly. I've, I've invested in the minus 40. Melbourne won five straight at Optus, so they like it there, including the GF, obviously. And, and I, I reckon Clayton Oliver, and I think he's the best player in the comp, but I think he wants a Brownlow. Yeah, I think he's probably going to get a Brownlow. Cherry, like he's so cherry ripe to get one, and that talk of him being the greatest Melbourne player of all time, and everyone was like, oh, he hasn't got a Brownlow. Like that was a, 
I only might at the end of the Won't year. Matter. You'll have one. <laughs> oh, Watch I love him. this space. Um, all right. Let's get out of here. Jacko, Xavier, thanks very much. And thanks also to our listeners and to our friends at Mazda and the Mazda BT50. You do you. Enjoy your weekend of footy. We'll chat to you next time.